Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of the Switchaboo podcast. My name is Alex Harding. I'll be your host and joined by my co-host, Nathan Rudge. Hello again. And the assistant to the co-host, Jake Mouncey. Man, you love that joke, don't you? I love that joke. And we got a comment on our YouTube uh, page uh, in episode 11. And the people like it too. I find that hard to believe. I have to give the people what they want. Yeah, but if you keep doing it. Then they won't like it. It'll become, it'll become an even funnier. And because of your judgment, Jake, I'm going to go with Nathan first. Nathan, what have you been playing? Aww. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh The only thing I've actually had time to play was uh, some of the Game Builder Garage. Oh yeah, it's actually very like, like very like neat, and like it ha- covers a lot of genres that you can build. Like in just the tutorial part, it's it's very like expansive. And it's a good way to, you know, introduce younger people to programming. Yeah, I've only seen little bits of it, but like I've seen I think it was uh some of Game Explain and Nintendo Life, they were showing off some of their creations and other people's creations. It looks decent. Yeah, I saw someone actually recreate uh like uh Mario Kart, like the original NES version of it. I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's really well done. Like it's very expansive on what you can do as well. So has Jace definitely, had a go at it? Definitely uh, it's a bit too complex for him. Yeah. Like it's definitely your you'd probably want to introduce it to a kid about eight. Yeah. At the yeah. youngest. Gotcha. But That's he was really interested cool, like like how to show like how it works for him. But mm. yeah. It's a bit complex. Because it's all like, yeah, you know, connect lines to the right thing and be like, oh, hey, and all this. And yeah. But, it's but you've been enjoying it so far for like, yourself? Worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's going well. It's definitely something nice. you want to recommend for, you know, kids who are interested in games mm-hmm. and, you know, might want to expand on that a bit more. That's really it's cool. It's definitely I'm... something we should have had when we were kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, this is something Nintendo... I think Nintendo would always know that this wouldn't be a massive seller. But I think... Yes. I think it's something... Like, Nintendo are very good at putting out something that is educational. They've been really doing the educational thing. Like, first with Labo. And, you know, they've done other stuff before. Especially, like, even going back to Mario Paint. Like, they've always done that educational side. But in a fun and unique way. And then, I mean, it's better I than Mario didn't typing. expect uh, Ring Fit to sell well, did they? Move your well, fingers. <laughs> what was that, Nathan? I was going to say, they didn't expect a Ring Fit to sell well, did they? No. No, and that's, like, that's, that's sold gangbusters. Like bonkers. Gangbusters, bonkers. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Uh, so is it just uh, the been only other thing... Yeah, I was gonna say the only other thing I've done, I haven't played it yet, uh, but I've picked up Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. I love this game. Mm, I, it was like nine bucks because it was on um like sale. So I was Dang, like, you know, what, I'll buy it. Yes. And yeah, I remember you reviewed it. Yeah. I think I gave it like when we were because we're changing for for anyone who's unsure, we're changing our review structure at the moment. But uh, yes. with the old structure, uh, I gave it like I think it was like eighty two, eighty three at the time. Yeah, it it was yeah. It's like um, you side scrolling beat 'em ups. Hmm. 
Yeah, set in like a but rural it's the like China. the three like the two and a half D one. Like uh the yes. teenage ninja turtles. Oh, like that, right. Kind of thing. Mm. Yes. It's very good. Yeah, the I would definitely recommend one. anyone giving it a go. Especially for nine bucks. Well, yeah. That's a steal. That's an absolute steal for sure. It's a steal, it's a deal, it's the sale of the century. <laughs> well, moving on from that. Uh Jake, what have you been playing? Uh Continuing on from uh, last week's, you know, what I've been playing, I'm still getting into Final Fantasy XIV, giving that a try. Uh, I am... I committed what the uh, Final Fantasy community considers to be a great sin, and I purchased a story pass for the base game, A Realm Reborn. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah... How they- is that a sin? It's it's a sin because, like, people always talk about how fantastic uh, fourteen story is. Like, I'm trying to get like I I tried to get into that story. I just can't. I can't. It's just uh, it's it's just very <laughs> boring to me. But like, the thing that annoys me though is like this is a very MMO ish problem is um you can't start up the first uh expansion pack which is stormblood i believe it's called i'm forgive me final fantasy people i'm still new to this yeah you can't start that up until you finish the base game storyline which is very un mmo like mm. so yeah. yeah so the entire times like i just want to play how i want to play but no i'm forced to like follow this carrot on the stick just so i can continue playing the game and like that was just really annoying to me so i'm like okay i want to skip that so when i hit you know the right level to when i get to that expansion i can just jump into it instead of needing to follow the whole thing and just be bored for 20 hours which is yeah so yeah yeah but like it, it, it's just it's a very unique, uh, yeah, it's a very unique uh issue that uh fourteen has that people don't really think about. They're just like, oh, you're ruining the experience for yourself. It's like, guys, you've been telling me that there's this function called New Game Plus where I can just replay it whenever I want. If I do get yeah. invested in this story, I can just go back. <laughs> Why are you like? hanging me up on this cross here because i was bored (laughs) (laughs) but yeah other than that i'm actually like really enjoying my time in 14 just like messing around and like going things at my own pace so that's fun having yeah having fun with an mmo haven't done that in years (laughs) (laughs) despite paying wow every single week that's the joke I was going to say, the last time I think I've ever enjoyed an MMO was RuneScape. Like, when I was a teenager. Good old RuneScape. Yeah, I tried World of War- I tried WoW. I really did. It, like, I loved Warcraft 3, so I thought, you know, WoW, like, that's an open world. Warcraft 3, of course I'd love it, but I just really didn't. Yeah, it's... It's different. Yeah, it's, it's very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be, like... You have to have a very certain mindset to be into MMOs, really. Yeah, I'm, I'm antisocial, so that doesn't yeah. help. <sighs> so, 
just FF14 you've been playing? Uh, another thing uh, I've actually been playing is uh, uh, because of uh, Microsoft's uh, presentation this week for uh, E3, uh, I'm back on the Halo train. Hey, snap. I, I've been... I, I That's like literally been my whole week. I've just been absolutely obsessed with uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer. It looks so good. I haven't been excited for a Halo game since Reach, so this feels weirdly nostalgic. <laughs> so yeah, I've gone back and gotten the... Uh, oh, what's it called? The Master Chief Collection, and I've just been going <laughs> through the campaigns just to catch myself back up with how halo plays and eventually i'm gonna get into the multiplayer for that and you know hopefully work myself up to actually be good at the game when it comes out nice what are you up to at the moment which one uh i'm about to start reach nice i think i finished i think i finished reached i'm sorry i think i finished reach uh about two three months ago but then i took a break and i just started four a couple weeks ago yeah four's the like i back in the day when four originally released i played it for about two hours and gave up there was something i just didn't really like about it but like i'm kind of excited just to get back into that just to see what i've missed out on yeah i honestly heard um i honestly heard that because i looked up metacritic scores and all that kind of stuff just this is what i do um and i noticed it obviously took a dip and people probably that was probably due to 343 going on board but I actually kind of like 4 more than the others. Maybe it's because it's modern. I don't have that nostalgia much for the older Halo Halo games, so maybe that's it. But I don't know. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm about halfway through 4 at the moment, and I'm really enjoying it. Right, right. Yeah, I'll be I'll be starting up uh, Reach eventually. Uh, after my Doom playthrough on my stream. Haha, <laughs> uh, quick plug. <laughs> uh, twitch.tv slash jackson 15 yeah uh <laughs> so yeah that's uh that's uh what i'm uh i'm going to be doing soon at this point i'm gonna have to start putting your plug in the description so. <laughs> uh I've, yeah i've been uh been admitting it the past couple of uh podcasts because you know i want to be here for switchaboo not to shield my own crap how dare I mean, you? we haven't been doing intro plugs either so yeah we'll get that you know where can you find us and stuff but you know i don't really use that stuff and jake doesn't <laughs> want to shill it <laughs> amazing so it's just ff14 and halo uh i also uh recently finished metopia also on my stream Check that nice out. uh yeah i forgot how long that game is yeah that game i know is... i'm playing oh it's so long if you're like yeah, it is complete a complete very. It was a long watch. I think it was like what eleven streams you did of it. Yeah, it was. It was eleven streams. My streams typically go for three hours, so like thirty three hours. Dang. Yeah. Like, so, oh. I am up to the desert part. Am I? I. I feel like I'm halfway through the game, probably. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're about like a Not quarter of the way through. Uh, I I think I've got to stop now, actually, because <laughs> it gets very repetitive. Yeah, it does. It's very uh, repetitive. Especially if you're trying to complete the you know every route. Yeah, that that's what I did. Like only on my last stream, I decided, yeah, I'm not gonna do every route because I promised to start Doom the week beforehand. Oh but, dang. Yeah, but I couldn't because Metopia kept dragging on and on. <laughs> 
And yeah. like, even then, my last stream was five hours because once again, I misjudged how long the end of the game was. Oh, jeez. Oh. Is but it like, good? Like, towards the end, is it good? Does it build up to a certain point or is it just meh all the way through? I I really like the end boss fight mainly because I love, like, how stupidly over the top it gets. Because, because sure. like, you know... In all uh, uh, purposes, it is a JRPG, so of course it has the JRPG trope of starting as no one and at the end you kill God. <laughs> it's it's so over the top and stupid, and like the final boss three uh, theme actually slaps hard. It's it's actually kind of good, but like yeah, if, if you're bored of Metopia, like already at the second area i I'd, I'd say stop because it's just gonna continue on like that so you're saying already but i feel like i've been playing this for so long and exactly and i thought i was honestly like over halfway through the game like so... yeah i i i like there's going through chapters, it I was, yeah there's five chapters all together but like yeah uh i I remembered going through, it's like, oh yeah, this is about, like, four areas. Like, yeah, it should be fine. But, like, no, it's actually, it's like, one, two, three, four, five, six, like, seven areas in the oh, end. God. Yeah, hard pass. <laughs> yeah, put it down. <laughs> but, like, in the end, I like it because, like, the same reason I like playing MMOs. I'm someone who can just sit there and endlessly grind for days. I don't think I can. <laughs> Each to their own on that one. Depends how uh, much time you have, really. Well, that's true. That is very true. Um, was there? Oh, sorry, Jake. Was there anything else that you're playing? Uh, that is. That's about it for now. Like, uh, yeah. Other than that, like, just just messing around with uh, things I'm planning on doing in the future for streams and stuff. Which nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, I've as I mentioned in our E3 discussion, I've been playing Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, uh, the second game. It is, uh, I'm up to the second trial, which is the one where I don't want to spoilers and whatnot, but with when you see Maya and her, uh, like where she does all her, her cousin. I think it's her cousin. Wasn't it her aunt? Yeah, it's her cousin. Her aunt and her cousin. Oh, I was going to say, is that a, a spoiler little, or a little one? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the Pearl. Yeah, yeah, Pearl. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm up to that one at the moment, so I feel like I'm about... I think there's four or five cases in the second there's one. There's usually five cases in each game. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's it's more Ace Attorney, and I really like Ace Attorney, but um, I, it's slow going. I'll probably be on the, the same case this time next fortnight, so um, that's just that's just me. Uh, I've been so playing... you finished uh, Ace Attorney 1? Yeah, I finished that a couple of years ago, and then I've just had the collection on my Switch ever since. That uh, that last case. That I honestly can't remember it. It's the one where, you know, your opponent oh, goes on trial. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, I do remember. And they call back to that in the second one as well, multiple times. Yep. So it's it's jogged my memory as I've been playing through the second one. Yeah, yeah, that that does get quite intense. It's good. Yeah. If it, if anyone hasn't played Phoenix Wright, definitely a series if you like crime and uh, like the crime genre, but with, a, I guess, a bit more humor. And like blunt force drama. Novel. 
And a lot of Blunt Force drama. <laughs> I've been playing uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX, which I didn't enjoy as much as I thought I would. So I was saying this before we started recording, but it's it's similar to uh, the Wonder Boy Dragon's Trap, but I actually liked the Wonder Boy Dragon's Trap. But it's basically, it's a Sega Master System game with the redone graphics and that might sound sound obvious but normally when you remaster an old game they kind of redo the mechanics of the game and all that kind of stuff as well no it is exactly the same mechanically but it's just a new coat of paint on top of it and boy does it not age well at all plays like an old game yeah it does and like i i guess when i'm reviewing it as well like i try to keep that in mind but even to the point where when you go to buy items it, like, in the old game, it wouldn't tell you what the items did in the shop. Like, I, sh- I presume you would just have to look in the game's manual. But in the new version, it still doesn't tell you what those items are. Fun. What's a game manual? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, but you like, don't have game manuals anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you would think that, like, because they, you don't have the game manual, that would, they would actually just put, you know, you can, do, you can put that in there, surely, for... You know, that doesn't go past authenticity's sake. That's just quality of life. Yeah. And so I had to buy the items and then use them because you can only buy one at a time. Oh, sorry, you can only buy each item once. So once you use it, you lose it. And that was funny. Once you use it, you lose it. And then after that, you have to wait till you get to the next shop to buy it again and it might not be there. And it's just like, well, I like that item. I... Yeah, it's not good. Mm. But like, I respect the scope of what it did back in the in the mid '80s. Actually, came out a year after Super Mario Brothers, which I found quite interesting. And the game actually goes along this like overworld map. You're saving a kingdom. There's dialogue. There's a really interesting. This is probably old news to so many people, um, but because it's thirty five year old game. But like the boss fights, you have to play a game of Junk and Pong. Yeah, like rock, rock paper, paper oh, scissors. Yeah. Yeah, and I I don't know, it was, you know, it kind of got boring after a while, but, like, I just thought that was quite interesting, because, you know, 35 years ago, is that as a mechanic, and I don't know, the scope of the game is, it was would have been very impressive back in the t- back in the day. Yeah. But if you're remastering it and not doing any quality of life improvements, and it's still janky, it doesn't hold up well, if you're going to remaster it that way. But that's that one, and the last one I've been playing because I just wanted some. You ever want like kind of junk food gaming, like that kind of? I play MMOs. All I play is junk food gaming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Undermine is perfect for that. So you've got MMOs for your junk food gaming. Mine is roguelikes. I just feel like you know, just diving into a diving into a dungeon and having a thirty-minute session. Getting done, being done with it, and then you know putting it down, coming back the next day and doing it again. It's just there's something about that, and Undermine is actually is much better than I expected. So there's really not much to it, honestly. You're a fighter, and you go, or a miner, I guess you could say, and then you go down, and it's like 2D Zelda kind of action. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking this up now since I've never actually heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is it's very roguelike. Yeah, and it's very typical of your roguelikes. There's nothing really special about it, but it's, I don't know, it's fun. And that's just, again, junk food gaming. 
It's just yeah. something mindless that fun. I can play. That's it. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. So nothing overly special, but uh, Mario Golf comes out by the time this podcast goes up. So I'll be I'll be looking forward to that one for sure. Uh, so we'll move on to the... Good chunk of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we'll move on to the news. Uh, first up, though, I did just want to have a little bit of a uh, discussion just about our Patreon. So if you do like uh, like what we do here at Switchaboo, you can always support us over at patreon.com slash Switchaboo. And for just $1 per month, you can get our podcast two to three days early. Uh, we're actually changing that to two days early just for the sake of our sanities. I guess, uh, but still, uh, it's only $1 per month, so, uh, and it goes towards supporting the website, uh, supporting our channel, supporting all our writers and content creators, it's all about keeping everything running, and if we reach one hundred goal, $100 per month as a goal, we'll be able to make the podcast a weekly show, so you'll be able to hear our beautiful voices even more, which I'm sure everyone, yay, yay, which I'm sure everyone wants, uh, so moving on to the news, we'll uh, we'll talk about E3, but just very briefly, because we did have a massive discussion, which you can check out on our YouTube page. But um, yeah, brief E3 thoughts. I remember I gave it, what was it? I think I gave it 9 out of 10. I was really impressed with it. I uh, gave it 8, and Jake gave it 7. Yeah. Yep, because Jake's very hard to impress, apparently. Yep, sure am. I'm a hard <laughs> ass. No, you're just not really a Metroid or a uh, or a Zelda guy. So yeah, still, the there was things. some cool stuff in it. Uh, like, yeah. mainly my hype was Garzia from Tekken. <laughs> yeah and mine was a Vans Wars reboot yeah that was big as well a lot of I feel like because I said that in the discussion as well but it covered a lot of niches it, there was something there for everyone yeah which I really enjoyed uh, but speaking of uh, Breath of the Wild well Zelda and Breath of the Wild and whatnot, um, Nintendo hasn't so they didn't reveal Breath of the Wild 2's name or their, the, the subheading so as to not hint at what will happen in the game so I'm not sure whether that's true or not. You know, I I reckon they just don't have a name for it yet because I don't know. You ever like write a story and you don't choose the name, you don't come up with a name until you've absolutely finished it. Yeah, that's what I always did, anyways, when I was writing. But but yeah, I find that interesting. What yeah. do you guys reckon of that? To me, this feels like a you know Star Wars: The Last Jedi kind of thing. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, the title will probably spoil the entire game, so yeah. they don't want to... That's yeah. what I was thinking, the same thing. <laughs> I, I'm still surprised that, you know, Star Wars went with that. It's like, oh, okay, Luke dies, cool, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, from what I got, I couldn't even imagine what the, the subtitle would be. I I mean, it probably it's probably not Breath of the Wild 2. Surprise Sky games, Islands. Because they, they made a whole point about the um like the Sky Islands being a big thing. Yeah, do you reckon it's got any any connotation with uh Skyward Sword? People have been doing a lot of lot of similarities between the two. There is a lot of similarities, but I don't feel like there is. Yeah, yeah like I, I understand like people trying to connect the dots there, but like if you think about it, the like yeah, the original Breath of the Wild's like huge gameplay shakeup was like, hey, here's this huge open world you can do whatever the hell you want to do. How do you evolve that? It's like go oh, to the go sky. go to the sky. I I think yeah. it's like literally just that. Yeah, it's just a natural progression. Although Nintendo being Nintendo, I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to 
shoehorn some oh, of that real, Skyward Sword. They're real sneak stuff in at least, like to reference, but like oh, Skyward sure. Sword timeline wise was so long ago, you, you can't mm. really do have much with it because like was it Breath of the Wild was like the last game in the timeline. Well, Skyward Sword is the first game in the timeline. Several thousand yeah, years think, probably happened in between. Yeah. I think they kind of... Because I remember there being interviews around Breath of, like the original Breath of the Wild and they said it can go in any of the three split timelines, which is yeah. just a cop... Which is such a cop out. It's <laughs> basically, like, um, hey, um, this is where it always diverges into. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's on the other side of the timeline than Skyward Sword, but... I reckon there'll be there won't be loft wings. There definitely won't be loft wings, but I reckon there'll be hints oh, no. at loft wings. Like you might be able to go into like a cave on a floating island somewhere and see like uh, I don't know, like not cave drawings, like carvings but like, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I reckon there'll be some of that, like throwbacks to it. Which Big loft cool. wing fossils. Oh. That's actually really interesting. That'd be pretty cool. Or the uh, the sky whale. Oh yeah, I forgot about the sky whale. I forgot a lot about Skyward Sword, actually. Well, I enjoyed it for... to replay it. Well, like, I enjoyed it for what it was, but I don't think I could ever go back to it. I don't know what it was. Like, I'm a, I'm a firm advocate for Skyward Sword. I really did enjoy it, but it's not one of those games that I could go back to, like, Link to the Past or Ocarina of Time or something like that. Those, or even Wind Waker, those are ones that are much easier to go back to. I don't know what... It'll... Skyward Sword, I guess, had too many quality of life issues... Also, it was purely story-driven comparatively. Like, it's heavily focused on the story more than the other ones. That and motion Yeah, controls. that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, maybe I should go back to the HD remake if I can play with you know, the right analog Stick. joystick. Yeah. Yeah, have it play like an Ape Escape game. <laughs> oh, I, should, Ape Escape. I should probably play one of them as well. Because, yeah, instead of instead of replaying Skyward Sword, maybe I should actually start a new series. There's just so much I need to catch up on where I can't justify replaying a game I completed once. Yeah, I, I say that to myself a lot, but then I end up playing the same, like, three games. <laughs> over and, and over and, and over and over again. And you play MMOs, so. That too. The endless grind. <laughs> and you have, like, 30 characters on WoW. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't expose my addiction expose it expose it oh, you've already exposed it before on the podcast haven't you shut up <laughs> <laughs> uh moving on to the next one i'm yeah I'm, I'm gonna read this one out as well because i'm so happy about this one um this one might not mean much to many people but mario party superstars makes mushroom mix up easier to play for colorblind players and for someone who's colorblind Thank God. So this was something I never (laughs) thought about, like as a kid, mainly because I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know being colorblind was a thing when I was a kid. But like, yeah, coming back to this and like seeing the old uh, photo of it, yeah, this must have been hell for you. It was so yellow and green. You'd have to wait for it to um. Ah, your yellow green basically, right? 
Well, I'm red, green, colorblind, but like if they're different, if they're like similar shades, ah, everyone's okay. Okay. Everyone's colorblindness is very different, but like because it's like a light green and a yellow, they are in that sense they're very similar to me. So yeah, when when he held up either green or yellow, I would just wait to see. We'll wait for and- everyone else. It's like ah, oh, that one. Pretty much, and I like so. I think that maybe that's part of the reason why I'm actually good with my reflexes and like in video games because I was just like, "Where's everyone going?" Bam, go there, like every single time. But I don't know. Like, well, they've done it. So they've done it in Mario Party Superstars by adding patterns to to them. So each one has its own color, but it also has its own unique pattern, which yeah is just going to save me so much time. I'm going to be a king at this game. Now, like considering I had to, I had a handicap before. Yeah, you'll, like, get, should... you'll get to play it normally like everyone else. Yay, I'm normal. But that I'm fast ex- reaction time will give you detriment on the uh, the shy guy flag one. That's true. When they fake you out, you'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah oh. I forgot about that one. <laughs> I am so excited for Mario Party Superstars. It's one of my favorite announcements. Like all of those classic games and yeah, the classic was... boards as well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's something they should have and done with the franchise for the longest time. Yeah, and exactly. online play. Yeah, and online. So like, I don't, I don't catch up with friends because everything's online now. So like, I would just play it online. That's a sad thought. You actually. can just do a switcheroo. Yeah, pff, who has switcheroo board game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could even. Well, that's it. We can even do an online thing, I guess. Hey, that's something for the future. We could all. I. I imagine like everyone has to own their own copy of the game because it wouldn't be like yeah, I assume so. Mm. The DS yeah. one but... where you can be like, "Hey, let's share the game." Yeah, or play Ma- Mario Kart thing? DS. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Was like Mario Kart hey? DS as well, where you're a shy guy. Yeah, man, that was yeah. a cool function. That was a really right? good function. Yeah, but like Nintendo probably realized they're you know losing money by doing that. So it's like, oh, this was a, actually a bad idea for sales. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're a business. We like money. Let's not. Oh, do they that. did also bring it back with the 3ds for the um, Mario Party one as well, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, so you only need cool. one person to have it. Yeah, that's right. Because I think I remember bringing it to that was Island Tour, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, because I remember bringing that away when I went away with some friends. When I had friends, you know, when we when actually you were socialized. Yeah, when I was social. That's probably a better better way to put it. Yeah, when the world wasn't on fire. Exactly. Well, that's the way times. I like it. How about yours? Uh, ja- yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake, do you want to cover the next one? Uh, the next one. Uh, of course I picked this it. one specifically for you. <laughs> <sighs> he threw you under the bus. You <laughs> son of a... All right. Pokemon Unite coming in July for Switch and September for mobile. Uh... I'm kind of surprised it's coming out so soon. Yeah, me too, actually. Uh... You think... (laughs) (laughs) You'd think it would have been in the Pokemon Presents thing they did a little bit. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, maybe they're just ashamed of it as they should be. Oof. <laughs> Can you tell I have a bias towards this? Straight for the jugular. <laughs> I mean... It's only I'm fair. I'm just... Yeah, I'm just not looking at it. It's... I mean, for anyone who 
for anyone who's excited for it, I don't mean to, you know, to rain on your parade or anything. So amazing. Good for you. If you like MOBAs, if you like Pokemon, if you like seeing them combined, awesome. Have at it. Uh, we are not the podcast who I go, like, we are not the podcast you probably want to listen to if you, yeah, if you want to hear people talk, like, praising it. We're probably not going to do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. That and I'm just jaded I, at this point. Yeah, that's true. He is very jaded. Yeah. yeah. We're almost at our 30s. We're getting jaded. <laughs> um, I'll re- We'll move on from that one pretty quickly because... Yeah, Thank for you. obvious reasons. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I'll read out the next one, but then, Nathan, you can do the next one, but I'll read out this one just because it has a bit of a quote. Um, Yoshio Sakamoto on the future of Metroid, he said in an interview, nobody wants the Metroid series to end, and we know that. We ourselves don't want that either. We want people to know that there is some kind of new episode that is waiting in the works, and we want you to look forward with what we do with that next, but there are no specifics now. So this says to me that they have future plans for Metroid past Metroid Dread and Prime 4. Specifically, I guess, with the 2D series he's probably talking about as well. Yeah, yeah. let's hope they actually... That's you the know, way I think it is. Yeah, yeah. let's hope they actually you know, commit to that. Because, like, how, how long ago was it the last 2D 19 one? years. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that, I mean, that was the last time when uh, Metroid got a new installment in the story like it's had other the odd one here and there but they've mainly been you know remakes remasters or metroid other m or other m which i've never played and i do want to play it i've heard i know i've heard bad things about it but my housemate was very insistent that it's actually not that bad but i've heard the story is not great just just expect to hear the expect to hear the line yeah expect to hear the line the baby repeated constantly over and over and over again. Will it last more than 30 hours and drag on like Metopia? I haven't played it myself, so I don't know. But I do hear it is semi-lengthy. So maybe 10 to 15 hours. Hey, that's better no, than Metopia. The said, it's the baby said more than um, that edgy Final Fantasy 1 remake thing. Yeah, I'm here to kill chaos. <laughs> Uh, I'm here to kill the Metroids. Samus, what's wrong with you? I have a sore throat. Uh, but yeah, I... Yeah. I, I'm i really excited for the future of Metroid. I think there's a lot of a lot of potential there, and there's always been a lot of potential there. And especially Steve. He's, you know, over the moon about this. We've mentioned it multiple times, but he is a massive Metroidvania fan. Um, he told me he <clears> has <throat> already pre-ordered the special Steelbook Edition, and he's very proud of himself. Of course for, he has. Yeah, for that reason. <laughs> Cause I heard they went super quickly and he was like, Yeah, I was in line. I was in that, you know, big line online for that. Damn. I was like, doesn't surprise me, dude. Good on you. But yeah, and even Yoshio uh sorry, I'll say the name. Yoshio Sakamoto, um, even him being a firm advocate, because he's you know, he's the main one behind the, the Metroid series now. Um even him being so behind it and knowing knowing Mercury Steam is, you know, they've got that really good relationship now. What would they, they made Samus Returns and now now this one, I reckon that's only going to, they'll probably continue to use Mercury Steam like they're using Next Level Games for Luigi's Mansion. So it seems like they have those specific developers for specific franchises that they know they're passionate about. 
which is awesome. It's really, really cool. And finally, Samus has her time in the spotlight, and hopefully she can stay there for a little while longer. Yeah, it's about damn time. Just 35 years. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's... And that's I guess that's another thing. It's so good to see uh, Samus and the Metroid franchise get recognition even though they didn't say anything like specifically about the 35th anniversary it's happening on her 35th anniversary and i think that's really cool yeah uh nathan do you want to cover the next one so on day 1289 since the release of the news about it uh, bayonetta 3 has news that it still exists and it's progressing well i don't believe you (laughs) and then day 1290 no news. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Pixar didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so this happened like, that's in a, I think it was a video interview with uh, Bill Trinan and someone else from Nintendo Treehouse. And like, you know, the guy was like, hey, news on Bayonetta 3. Is it still exist? And he's like, yes. And I can give you one better. It's progressing well. And that's all we got. That's and a that's lie. All we got. <laughs> I, that's totally a lie. He is lying to us. I don't care what you say. He is lying to us. It's like, yeah, what it's progressing it fine. No, it's like f- last time I was on the E3 discussion where it was like, hey, if it if you don't hear anything about it, it doesn't exist. That's it. Just, I'm just picturing, just you know that, that, you know that meme with the girl, like, and she's looking at the camera and the house is on fire behind her. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing that. It's like, yeah, it's fine. It's progressing well. The computer, like computers in Platinum Games, is just on fire. Uh, That's what I'm picturing right now. That's Bayonetta three right now. I mean, that was Metroid Prime four before we went to Metro uh, Retro Studios. Yeah, and it was confirmed that the computers were were basically on fire. Yeah, apparently it was that bad, or just not up to that standard of what we yes. wanted to be. So maybe that happened to Bayonetta three. I don't know, but I guess another team couldn't take it because Platinum Games it is there their series so if anyone's gonna also do it, i think it was you know. uh, more of a they announced it to kind of sell more of the switch but they announced it too early kind of like how smt5 was announced yeah back mm. on the reveal trailer to be like hey we don't know if this is going to be successful but this is going to be coming so if you're interested come get it yeah there's also that and you know like they're just been churning out games like crazy like yes. you got uh yeah near well what are the games that came near out automata? Since there was yeah there was near automata uh the, the wonderful 101 DLC for that wasn't there uh astral chain uh oh, I like astral chain uh the remake for uh the original near uh, that's what it was, the was remake. yeah there was like a whole bunch of what what was the one that was uh shown off at e3 this year the one that looked really bland and boring and brown what was that oh, game called? I'm looking up Platinum Games at the moment. Just to see. <laughs> it, it was like, yeah, I think someone said it's like, oh, we wanted like a near Automata that you could play forever and it doesn't end. And someone immediately like responded to that with the literal first frame of near or uh, near Automata saying like, everything is designed to end. <laughs> World of Demons. I I don't know. <laughs> It I'm is so at... unremarkable. I have no idea what the game is called. I'm just looking at like their game. This is like World of Demons, Wonderful 101 Remastered, Astral Trainer, the first three. Bayonetta 3 is on their list. 
Oh yeah, they did Star Fox Zero. They sure did. Who remembers that? Yeah, they did do Star Fox Zero. Oh, I remember that. Oh, Anarchy Reigns? Is that what it was? No, it's not Anarchy Reigns. Anarchy Reigns is a really old game from the 360. Like, Infinite Space. I think I'm going this, further this back gonna, the list. This, this is going to annoy me. I'm going to look this up. Uh, I reckon uh, it's World of Demons. Square Enix E3 2021. Uh, anything you missed? Or Babylon's Fall? I think that's it. I think oh, that's what it's full. called. No, is and isn't it the... Uh, now I know what you're talking about. Isn't it the Final Fantasy 1 game? No, no, not that. That's done by uh, Team Ninja. Ah. Uh, Oh, then maybe it is the... Babylon's Fall. Yeah. I I think that's what it's called. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Uh, Babylon's Fall. Because they both looked very similar and both looked very average and brown. So yeah, they did like a that TMNT kind of, yeah, that Mutants in Manhattan. Yeah, they did do that and that bombed as well. I feel like Platinum work really hard on their own games and when, and but they make money by licensing and make average games. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Babylon's fault. There we go. Yep. Like, the fact that it took us this long to, f- to remember this game's name goes to show <laughs> you how bad that game is. Yeah, it's not a good sign. Um, uh, Jake, do you want to do the next one? All right. So a collection of Castlevania Advance games got rated. Where did it get rated? In Australia. I forgot to actually open this one up. Oh, of course we leaked it. Cool. We leaked a lot <laughs> of, of stuff. Of course we did. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, it was a collection of what seems to be Castlevania's Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sorrow. That's cool, because I hear a lot of good things about Aria of Sorrow specifically. Mm. So yeah, same. That, that, <laughs> that's kind of cool. I remember hearing something yeah, about... Yeah, and I feel like the Castlevania Game Boy Advance games. Uh, Australia Board of Classification rejected a game <laughs> recently as well. I think that was Sludge Life. I'm trying to look it up. That was by Devolver, uh, published by Devolver Digital. It was an as- uh, it was an anime game. Because... I think I saw... An anime game published by Devolver Digital got refuse classification here that doesn't surprise me it was like is it animation is it anime or animation an anime sludge life is kind of game i think it was i'm having a look now uh i'm trying to there's probably not sludge life just trying to have a look like knowing australia i wouldn't be surprised if they did that to doki doki literature i think it actually had something Mm. to do with um nudity or something like that and I just I didn't see it properly. Remember seeing oh, that? Oh no, a nipple! Um, Mary, <laughs> my star, Skelter finale. Yeah, interactive oh, okay. sexual activity involving a person who is or appears to be a child under eighteen years old. Ah, uh, yeah, that do it. Ah, uh, that's yeah. But that's I different. think it's you know the whole five hundred year old dragon thing. I don't know, but yes, oh, Mary Skelter finale got refused that. because of that. Right. So, uh, Castlevania? Yeah, Castlevania. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, that was a I, tangent. That was a tangent. I don't because even know how we got there. Um, used it. Yeah. And they leaked Castlevania, oh, I do, I, yeah. so tangent. 
<laughs> so Castlevania. It yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about the advanced games like on the Game Boy Advance. So that's awesome. And I, I know people have been clamoring over it because as soon as the original uh, games were ported over from, from that collection, people were clamoring for the advanced games. So that's awesome. More games. That's a good thing. You guys have any more thoughts it's on that? It's a good thing. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it's, it's good that it's coming. I know a lot of people who are really into Aria of Sorrow specifically, so it's good for them. Awesome. And the last bit of news we have, uh, Doug Bowser says, uh, will, Nintendo will make announcements on new hardware when the time is right. And the time is now. Announce it. Uh, it's not at A3. They, they, well, they don't really do games at E3 since the Wii, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think... Which was codenamed Revolution. I remember that back in the day. Yeah. But I think they talked about the Wii U at, like, 2011 E3. I Maybe. think they... But they announced it beforehand. Yeah, that's true. It was, like, Project Cafe And this was back something? when it was still... Um, I think it was when it was still, you know, like, live shows, and that was their last one. Yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, so really curious about this one. Uh, Bowser actually, well, Doug Bowser. I should I should clarify that Doug Bowser. No, it's Bowser. A... You got it right. <laughs> it, it, it is Bowser. Bowser is the CEO. Oh, okay, sorry. The CFO. CFO, King, isn't it? King Cooper. Um, so he. So there's a bit of a quote here. I'll read that out for for you guys as well. We are always looking at technology and how technology can enhance gameplay experiences. It's not technology for technology's sake. It's how specifically can technology enhance a gameplay experience. And then where do you apply that technology? Do you want to apply it to, on current existing hardware or platforms or do you want to wait for the next platform? And then what's the right gameplay experience with that? There's a host of factors that goes into it and it's something we're always looking at. You had to take a shot every single time he either said the word technology or experiences. My God. Okay, um, I'll go get drinks. <laughs> That was really hard to read out. Yeah, <laughs> just looking at the first that. two lines, I'm seeing the word technology here four times. I know, like prescription. Pres- <laughs> so pres- so why? four shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like um, it's like, like when you're dude, get a thesaurus, yeah. please. <laughs> you try to write like SEO wise, like keywords, like you don't you don't say technology, technology in the entire article. Like, oh, gotta put it in the one paragraph. My God. Anyways, what he was actually trying to say, though, um, I think it's not technology for technology's sake. I think that's the where he's kind of getting at. Yes. Like they don't just. Wanna... It's not like oh, here's the the more stronger changes the way games are played, basically. Yeah, or even or even refines it because like that was I guess with the new 3ds they had yeah they had like it was it had better better processing power, but they also had the new 3ds uh, the eye sensor or whatever yeah. like where it followed your yeah. eyes, so the 3D worked better. That and the I little think that was knob. mainly the part of that because they wanted to fix that part of the 3DS. But then they just went with the shoot. Also, oh, yeah, um, the nub. six yeah. times he said technology. In technology. Then, my God. In case you didn't get that. Uh, what about experience? One, or experiences? Two. Hold on. If you, you know, control F <laughs> and three. type in experience. Three. Yes, it's three. Yeah, but that could have picked it up you know, everywhere else. You know, there could have been more in the article. I was just counting the actual quote itself. <laughs> Anyways. Caveman. Yeah. Anyways. Quiet. um, 
I've always been under the impression that we will. I I always thought that we weren't going to see a Switch Pro before E three. I just had that hunch. Um, but I always reckon that I do think we're still going to see it this year. Um, I reckon about September, October. Well, Christmas is we very get an quiet at the moment. Yeah, like exactly. Although that being said, with the chip yeah. shortages, getting all that out before. Yes. Because was the only game on Christmas is like on December third is Advance Wars. Nothing else is coming out on the Switch christmas wise that they've announced mm. that was you know not an indie title or something that comes out then yeah i mean i guess if you look at like november though you've got the the obligatory pokemon game every single year because they've made it a yearly release you know yep they couldn't make it you know a bi-yearly yep. release it's just but no it had to be yearly yeah just like the call of duty and battlefield way of doing things and i guess you also have like, that's how Assassin's Creed used to be. Yeah. And they took a year off, and now they're better off for it. I think Pokemon probably needs that I as well. I think Game Freak needs that. Yeah, because they're not doing... They didn't have control over uh, it anymore. It's, Diamond um, and Pearl. What is it? It's The Pokemon yeah. company is in charge of Game Freak needs now. to work on something that isn't Pokemon. Yeah. Like, oh, was it yeah, Tembo, yeah, the, Tembo the elephant? Oh, what was that rhythm... Yeah, what's that? Yeah, and then Giga Harmony Night. Yeah, that game was fun. Harmony Night. Harmony Night. (laughs) And Giga Impact. I'm pretty sure was it Giga Impact or Giga something? Giga Wrecker. To Google. I'm pretty sure it's Giga something. Anyway, so yeah, it's like they made (laughs) like three different games. I'll do the work. Thanks, Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but they don't. Yeah, but they don't really end up selling that I, well, I, I, honestly. I think like, it's because just Nintendo doesn't really advertise them that well. Because, like, I, I only learned about uh, Harmony Night just because, like, I wanted a rhythm game on my 3DS, and that just happened to be there. So it's like, oh, yeah. oh, this is made by Game Freak. Cool. They did Little Town Hero. Oh, uh, oh they okay. Did. Yeah, don't uh, don't make new games. Keep focusing on Pokemon, <laughs> please. <laughs> Uh, they did Drill Dozer, Drill Dozer Tenbo yeah. the Badass Elephant, yep. Giga Wrecker. Yay! There it is. I was right. And that's about I think it. they've only done like 10 games. Yeah, Harmo Knight. That's it, yeah. Is what yeah. it was called. Yeah. Pocket and Card Jockey. That, I forgot about that. They did a game for Sega as well back in the day. Because that was the pocket card jockey was basically solitaire, but you're riding a horse and it makes you go faster the more cards you match. I think it. I actually yeah, really enjoyed was. that. Actually, wasn't and that bad. Pulse Man as well, and Mario and Wario, which they did before Pokemon. That's right. That was like that was nineties, wasn't it? Uh, ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. Also, yeah. they did Game Boy Camera. They've done a little things they did that and and the Yoshi game. Yes. Where it was the like put the eggs yes. thing. Like And they yeah. also did a game for the Sega Genesis or Master Mega Drive. Like their own so, unique game. This is only shows ten. Yeah. Anyways, that wraps it up for our new segments. So next up, we've got the Indie Roundup. Here's where we like to just talk about upcoming uh, indie games. We feel like uh, might need just a little bit more attention 
or just something we're excited for. This time around, we've only got two. There's probably going to be more, you know, released as we go or announced as we go. But I've only got two this time around. One is Onirike, which is a 3D platformer style, you know, Tim Burton-esque Halloween game, which I don't know. I've been following for a little while, which looks kind of cool. Yeah, I'm looking at this and it's giving me like kind of Voodoo Vince vibes. If you remember that game on the original Xbox. I do not. It was a, yeah, it was a weird, like, cartoony platformer where you play as a voodoo doll and you fight enemies by stabbing yourself with needles. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. That probably didn't come to Australia either. <laughs> well, he played yeah, it. Yeah, I so played it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, so, but yeah, Onireke, so it's more of a, yeah, it's like a 3D platformer style. Um, I don't really know. 3D platformers are make or break. If if it doesn't control well, it's fundamentally just won't work. So I yeah. would advise waiting for reviews, probably, on this one. But if it works out, like if it reviews highly, then it might be pretty good. So, But all so things it's, considered... It's one of the ones you have to wait and see how it controls. Exactly. Wait for reviews, but if it, if, if it does review highly, then that's definitely one to check out if you like 3D platformers and or halloween kind of kind of things and then the other one is i mean it's technically indie but it got showed off for e3 uh doki doki literature club plus so as i talked about what like 10 minutes ago but definitely check this one out i haven't played this game but i really want to it is not what you think from what i've heard uh has anyone played it here I no, but I know you like part of it requires going into the game. Exactly, files, so yeah. Like works. the true ending, you're supposed to mess around with the game files. So I have no idea how they're going to do that on a console. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. That's interesting. Uh, that one's July first, but technically the website says June thirtieth. So I'm not sure if it's just a day later here in Australia. So, yeah, it's, it's probably a worldwide release on the same time, which would make yeah, it make uh, first, yeah, so. make yeah. us first. That's fair, but yeah, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. I've just heard so many good things about it. Yeah, look it up, but don't judge it from face value because it is exa- it is not what it seems. It is apparently like really. Also, don't look it up. Probably uh, like just do a very very rough look into it because you probably ju- get spoilers. Exactly. Don't judge the book by its cover. It is apparently quite scary and mentally... Yeah. It messes with your mind. Nice job spoiling it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wah, wah. Cut that! (laughs) You were just like... It's pretty obvious. talk about spoilers and then... Well, I didn't mention anything. That's why I said don't look it up properly. Well, yeah, the, the whole point is that it's scary is you know the spoiler <laughs> now it's it, it is you know shown off as a you know yeah it's, it's presented as novel. a generic visual novel, visual novel so. like dating sim ah, everyone knows everyone knows that by now um anyways let's Not everyone everyone every single person knows that by now all seven it. billion people in the world they all know it uh, ask your mom i'm sure she knows i'm sure she probably told me about it um anyways moving on (laughs) we'll move on to the patreon question uh so this one was provided to us by our five dollar patron belinda cubit um 
if, yeah, if you want to send us uh, questions for us to answer on the podcast, we always put them out on social media and whatnot as well. So our Twitter, Facebook, you know, all that kind of stuff um, where you can comment and ask questions. But our patrons get priority access because they are nice to us. Um, and so today, Belinda Cubert writes, what video game franchise would you like to see adapted into a movie slash TV show? Now, this is something I've always thought of. If this is, um, remember, like that, I think it was, I think it was an April Fool's prank, the old trailer for a Zelda, like Legend of Zelda movie, and it was live action. Yeah. And like, how good that looked. Oh yeah, it'd be amazing. But like, with the way Netflix does it, make that a Netflix series, like a Zelda Netflix series, with you know a bit more of like the, the like how The Witcher is kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I Henry Cavill Link. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Zelda's Zelda's been the obvious one. Yeah, I reckon Zelda's for, for a long yes. time. Although it's, it's got that fantasy like story to it as well. Yeah. Although you could easily have Metroid as Metroid would as be interesting. Movie. It'd be very alien esque because you know well. Obviously, because yeah, it was yeah space so aliens, heavily inspired. But like, yeah, yeah. It, it would be good be for like big, it'd be like your big budget movie because you'd need to like CG. Yeah, it would be yeah. like yeah, a really well. cool like big budget like horror movie, uh, action horror like like Alien. Yeah, yes. well, exactly. It was yes. inspired by Alien, yeah. so it only makes sense. But get the the oh, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. What was the director? Uh, director of Alien. You, you, Help me out here. You're talking to me about movies, dude. You mean Alien or Aliens? I I, Alien. I just play video games. Uh, and he did Gladiator. Remember. Ridley Ridley Scott. That sounds correct. Alien. Yeah, Ridley Scott. There you go. I'm pretty sure it's the name. <laughs> yeah, get him to do it. That'd be interesting. Yeah, Ridley Scott. Sound correct. And then James Cameron did Aliens. Ah. Either would do. Just get someone, you know, who actually knows what they're doing mm. to do it. Like, uh, what else would there be a good one? See, like, Street Fighter movie, yeah? For me, though, for me specifically, I live in a world where a Warcraft movie does exist. <laughs> and it's an absolute dumpster fire outside of its visuals. I was gonna say, does a good it Warcraft is really exist? good visuals, oh, dude. The the orcs look real. The the visuals like, are that it is good. Really, really good visuals. But the story itself is, oh, it's butchered to hell. Like, like I think they had enough footage to make the movie like six or seven hours, and then they had to cut most of it to make it three. They should have just done like the like Lord of the Rings treatment and ex- made a three sequel, like three movie part, like for it. Yeah. I the annoying thing is like we're never going to get a sequel to that, and like the, nope. the sequel to it is where the story actually gets interesting, and it's driving me insane. It's like oh yeah, because they sold off the props, didn't yeah, they? They sure did. Because <laughs> like outside of China, even outside, though it made money, yeah, outside of China. It did not do well, but like, but like, it still made the money. Yeah, it, it still made the money because back of because of China. Yes, but like, 
if there was like the, yeah. the uh oh, i can't remember who the director's name is but like he, he's talked about like what the next uh warcraft movie would have been and it would have been uh you know the story of thrall uh breaking out everyone uh all, yeah breaking out all the uh enslaved orcs from the human encampment and rejoining the uh uh what are they called not the Doomhammer clan. It's, it, it's I'm I'm going wow. The Frost Wolves. Frost Wolves. Thank you. <laughs> also, Duncan. Duncan Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, it was gonna have like, yeah, have that whole story, which is for a lot of people like the best part of Warcraft story is just that that bit specifically, and the fact that we're not getting a movie based on that hurts me especially with those visuals like <laughs> they said they're even going to add Torn in it Torn are my favorite race from warcraft seeing oh. them in that visual style i would have uh, i would have that would have been amazing <laughs> anyway have you seen the visuals of it alex of what sorry i highly expected you to be asleep yeah, I'm sorry. I was, I was on our Twitter <laughs> r- responding to someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, professional. Yeah. Hey, I'm I'm doing our social uh, media. That's very that's very professional. <laughs> Follow us at Switchaboo News on Twitter. Um. So, so we're very active on there. Apparently. So wait, what are we talking about? Uh, we're talking about the visuals for the Warcraft movie. Have you seen that? Oh, so we're still talking about that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I saw half of it and then I lost interest. Because, I mean, I like Warcraft 3, don't get me wrong. Like, I love the RTS game, but then I just didn't like World of Warcraft. But anyways, uh, that's not important. Um, Yeah, visually, it was fantastic. Yeah. Story-wise, I had yes. no idea what was going on, and I got very disinterested yeah, that's, once the... That's the annoying thing about it, is they messed around with it uh, to the point where it's like, like, new fans would have no idea what's going on, and old fans have no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> So it makes you question whether the crew and the cast had any idea what was going on. Mm. <laughs> or it was like, more just, you know, cut and ruined on the editing for like, Yeah, that too. One thing that, like, is the epitome of, like, how over-the-top dumb some of these decisions were is uh, the character of Garona. Uh, she's supposed to be, like, uh, like... Later on in the story, she becomes, like, Medivh's lover, who's, like, the protector of the planet or whatever. But yeah. in the movie, she's his daughter. Ah. Okay. Yeah. For any reason in particular? Because they hate the character Medan, which is their child. He's basically overpowered Jesus, and everyone hated him, so they wrote him out of existence. Sure. <laughs> it's also I have an idea for a series that would work. Yeah, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon series. Mystery like Dungeon, po- Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Like, yes, because yes. there there is a Mystery Dungeon OVA, I believe. Yeah, but that was no, it was a TV. It was like a TV special. So like, I think it was like a three episode special. Have but you, like, have you seen that you know, dubbed in English? It's so of, bad. Yeah, I know. I remember seeing it like as the episodes came out. It was not good. Like I'm one, you know, like an actual like you know mystery dungeon like like 
the second one explorers of time and darkness oh that would actually be fantastic yes that game story is yes. amazing <laughs> but yeah like like have that as like you know a netflix series yeah, or yeah. whatever but like yeah going back on the uh on the dub though i'm i'm one of those people that you know watch anime dubbed yeah fight me Ooh. and <laughs> and like even i'm like wow this dub is bad hey there are some good dubs out there, there. Boo. don't boo <laughs> oh really you're gonna boo uh full metal alchemist brotherhood yeah like that was a good dub but the sub was so much better like for me the only anime i actually refuse to watch dubbed despite the fact that they actually have like a really good va team for is jojo because there is no way, yeah, yeah, there is no way you can replicate that kind of, you know, Japanese weird intensity in English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that that was that's the thing, I guess, with dubbed anime. It it always just sounds forced when they try to match that energy. I think that's what gets me. The only the only dubbed, the only anime that I have to watch in dubbed is Dragon Ball Z, or dra- the Dragon Ball series. Mm. I can't watch that stuff. Yeah, see, I'm used to uh, Grandma Goku. Super Saiyan Like, because I watched Super as it was coming out, so, like, I got used to it. But does does Goku I, still I have that high-pitched voice? Shamel. Yes. Yeah, it's weird. And Gohan and Goten, because it's the same voice actor. Yeah, it's strange. I don't get it. I don't get why they couldn't she, just... She's like an 80-year-old lady. Yeah, why they didn't just get an older dude, but then still because have... Because the way voice acting works in Japan is, like, you get the character's role and you basically have that role for life. I get that, but... And Dragon Ball started off as Goku as a little kid. Yeah, I, I understand that, but, like, balls drop. None in this Apparently case. not for Saiyans. <laughs> It, well, he's the most most powerful being in the universe, but his balls no, haven't not. dropped yet. He doesn't know where babies come from. Uh, yet he has yeah. two doesn't kids. Know where babies come from? Man. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's let implications. Uh, he probably doesn't remember what happened. Uh, he was probably in a food coma. Yeah, Chi Chi's a terrible person, is what I'm saying. so moving on to everyone's favorite part of the podcast name that game yay so yay jake (laughs) loves this part i mean we had we had a good time last time yeah you guys got yeast eight somehow somehow (laughs) so this one so if you haven't listened to our podcast before if you're unfamiliar with name that game basically there there is a game uh, that I know of, the other guys don't. So I have 10 hints for them as we go. So uh, they have to make guesses. They get five guesses in total. So that is two guesses between one and five, two between uh, hints six and nine, and one after the final hint. So but if you don't use your hints... Uh, how do I explain this? So if you don't use any... So, oh my God, I'm butchering this, aren't I? You lose your hints if you don't use them between one and five. And, and Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Someone's brain is fried. Yeah, I got distracted by our social brain media. Brain broken. <laughs> I haven't recovered since then. 
in addition, there's two lifelines. So there's the Switchaboo lifeline, which uh, is either provided in addition by myself, but it's more of a personal uh, hint, or we get someone else from our team to record it. But usually it's the first one because I forgot. And Or James. Yes, I'm calling James out. Didn't provide me with one this time. So, yeah. And the second and how hint... How long ago did you message him? Uh, two, three days Just ago. to call him out even more? Yeah. yeah that's even worse. Yeah, yeah, right? We're calling you out even more, James. Yeah. He probably doesn't listen. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> no. He's too busy writing for IGN. And then... Yeah, the, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I get it. If you can write for IGN, I get it. Uh, and then a... So the second hint, second lifeline is a yes or no question that you can guess at any time or that you can ask at any time, sorry. But either of those lifelines can be traded for an extra guess if you wish. So the first hint is this game is developed by a Canadian company. It was released in the holiday period of 2019. Before the end times. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It is a Switch exclusive. It has an 86 on Metacritic. And it won Best Family Game at the 2019 Game Awards. Okay, Family Game made by a Canadian team. 2019. When did Overcook come out? 2019. I think it was before that, honestly. Mm, yeah. Also, Switch exclusive Overcooked is on like everything. Oh, right. Yeah. It, it just seems like a Switch game. I mean, it's probably done the best on Switch. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, family game that came out at the butt end of 2019. I'm trying to think what came out in 2019. I'm trying to think Canadian developers. That was Sword and Shield year, wasn't it? It was. Yes. Question mark. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, because the their DLC came out last year, so. Yeah, I'm, annoyingly, I'm drawing a blank. I probably own it. With you. As well. <laughs> Family game. And it, it, the fact that it's gone to the Game Awards as well means it's usually a bigger title. Which means oh, I'm thinking it might be a Nintendo published game. Yeah, because like, the only other thing I could think of is probably Fogs. Because that's family-ish, and I think that's only on Switch. Maybe? Surprise, I'm actually doing research for these now. That's why I know what Fogs is. <laughs> yeah, well done. That's quite obscure. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that at all. That's not the answer, no, I but... I think... Yeah, I didn't think so. No, I can't, I <laughs> you got anything? Because I got nothing. Just trying to think. Did Super Mario Party came out then? I don't know. I can't remember. Like, I can't remember if that was twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. 
I feel like it was 2018, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it feels like 2018, because I remember streaming that semi-early in my yeah. career. This is what I'm trying to think. In massive air I'm quotes career. If you streamed it. came <laughs> out. But yeah, if you can't think of something, I say, like, go on to the next batch of guess- uh, guesses. I mean, we can cross off Mario Party at least. Yeah, because didn't we do that a few podcast episodes ago as well? Did we? You did. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was one, yeah, it was one that you did. Chase chose it, that's right. <laughs> sure, blame your four-year-old son. Yeah, he did. He chose all my um, name that games. <laughs> no, he did. He did. Yeah. Uh, I, got, yes, I brought up my game list and got him to choose, and he chose that. <laughs> uh, what else came Are we out? moving on? Nathan? Are we? Um... Remember, you yes. can always you can always use your lifelines as extra hints, as extra guesses. Because you guys always seem to forget Wait. that. We do. I mean, we could just get a lifeline now. That is also true. Yeah, we could get the lifeline now. The the switchable lifeline. Do you want to do that? Yeah, the sure. Lifeline, sure. So, James. This was what you're supposed <laughs> to read out. But the hint is, pardon the pun, but this game sucks. Luigi's Mansion 3. You got it. <laughs> Yay. Okay, that one I, was See, I good. had the idea, but I didn't think it was... Um, I did not think it was a family game, technically. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. threw me off. Family game, like, I think, you know, like a party game. Well, there was that That's what multiplayer I was mode, though. The the uh, oh, skyscraper yeah. Didn't that one? come out oh, after, though? yeah. Didn't that come out not in 2019? That came out afterwards, didn't it? I'm, I can't quite remember, but there were... Hint 7 was had two packs of DLC, which launched in March and April 2020. Oh, well, what's the rest of the hints? <laughs> yeah. I was originally intended was originally intended to launch on Wii U, but was only ever advertised and announced for Switch. The first game in the series launched in 2001, the second in 2013, and the last hint, this game... Yeah, see, I would have gotten out on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And this game in the series is more vertical than the others. Because it's it is. an elevator. But yeah, well done. Yeah. Yeah, that, one, yeah, after... that one was real damn quick. <laughs> well, I thought I'd go easy on you this time, because of the last one. And I figured I can't keep doing obscure games, so i got to throw some well-known <laughs> games in there as well, so... I thought I would do that, but I figured I'd start off. Yeah. Like I, I wanted to start it off with developed by a Canadian company to kind of throw you off track a little bit. Yeah, that wasn't what was throwing us off. It was the family game thing. No, the, yeah. the, the family game threw us off track. Yeah, because then you went to Super Mario Party. I'm like, that's isn't that just that's made internally at Nintendo, isn't it? See, I wasn't sure if that was internally or not. I think it's like I wasn't sure if it was. Is it? It's not next level games that does it. Is it? No, no. Because it's, I don't think it's developed by you know, the core Nintendo team, but they because yeah. they make the party games. Well, they, they have several. Yeah, yeah, they made like Wii U. Remember Wii Party U, and all those yeah. those quote unquote yeah. games. 
But like, just because you said family game, I'm like, yeah, party game, Mario Party. Mm. I thought that'd throw you up a bit as well. Yeah, but that, well, that one threw us both off very much, yeah. like, obviously. <laughs> but well done. So that is that's the end of that. Uh, episode 12 of the podcast so thank you everyone for listening uh if you'd like to follow us and support us more uh we have twitter at swishaboo news as i mentioned before we have a private discord channel which which is actually pinned to the top of our twitter page so two birds one stone right there uh we have facebook at switchaboo oh yep at switchaboo sorry uh instagram instagram at switchaboo i'm really butchering it today instagram it's nearly over the podcast is nearly over (laughs) i've nearly done it And Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash switchaboo, which you can support us and get this podcast two uh, two days early every fortnight. But thank you, everyone, for listening. You and remember to have fun. I'm surprised you didn't what? include. What was that? I was going to say, you know what, I'm surprised you didn't include. The, uh, the fact that it won our game of the year. Oh, yeah. That probably wouldn't have been... Although you probably would have guessed it straight away if I did that. Probably, but the you fact know, you that you suggested it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, we're nearly done. Let me <laughs> let me be free of this because I'm butchering everything. But thank you, everyone, for listening, and remember to have fun. See you next time. See ya.